Orb presents It Happening One Night. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. Yeah. Super happy you listened to the episode. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> our impersonation of the noted weirdo <laughs> noted awful andy person andy Whirl. yeah just a real real strange man <sighs> uh, you know <laughs> uh held a uh, a mirror up to the world but a twisted mirror and had a whole bunch of other people do the work for him that he abused yeah yeah. yeah. Um, no. uh, this episode, uh, written by Jackson Public and Doc Hammer, originally aired March 6th, 2016. Um, and this is our final Villain of the Week episode. Mm-hmm. And what an episode okay. it is. It's real fun. <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, set of villains here, the Doom Factory. <laughs> the, the self-involved hangers on. <laughs> yeah. The most dangerously self-obsessed criminals of talk. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, this is uh, Andy Warhol's The Factory, mm-hmm. a quintessential New York thing. The Legion of Doom, a quintessential uh, supervillain thing that tastes great together. Yes, uh, apparently it was a real stretch to find uh, to find fits for Legion of Doom characters and uh, the factory's you know various stars and starlets and whatnot. Uh, it's and, so good. I mean, a lot it, of them are just background gags, you know. Uh, which is true for a yeah. lot of the good villains. I mean, Tank Top, Justice for Tank Top. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But, uh, but man, just the overall, uh, everything about the way they arch is very well done. I it just, I, I like this and I like this episode quite a bit. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a real se- season highlight for me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they are arching Rusty in their own avant-garde, uh, give me attention kind of way. And the monarch is attempting to, to take them out to lower their uh, to lower their guild ranking uh, just so that they can, uh, you know, so he can rise above them. He wants to destroy their headquarters because they have a they have a, uh, a little like floating layer thing in the industrially ravaged Gowanus Canal. Yeah. Uh, Hank also goes on a date with Serena. Uh, and that's a great little subplot. It's very sweet. I love all of his friends helping him out. Yeah, it's real cute. <laughs> Uh, it's very, uh, so, uh, originally this was just a Jackson, uh, solo script, but he was having trouble. So he asked doc to come in and help him and they split it up. Jackson did the doom factory stuff. Doc took on the date stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, there was going to be some scare bear plot in this that got cut. Uh, he was going to be a, one of, uh, Wes Warhammers, who was the Andy Warhol in this, uh, one of his, uh, stars that he made and then put aside, yes. which was an Andy Warhol thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of glad. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that with Scare Bear. I like Scare Bear being, uh, um, you know, arcane. I like him being just a little bit of an esoteric, you know, I don't need to know his story. No. Scare Bear Origins is, can be untold as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. What is this, season three? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jackson was an Andy Warhol fanatic. He calls himself that. Uh, this was back in the nineties when there was like a bumper crop of like Andy Warhol biopic, you know, kind of things, uh, factory worker and, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but he's cooled on him. He understands how ridiculous he is. Uh, doc is a real hero in this commentary. (laughs) He, 
I, I don't know. He hates him from a art perspective. Yeah. As a, or an artist perspective. I don't feel like he hates him for the things that you should hate about him. I, I mean, when, when he uh, uh, says like, oh, he's the capitalist of art or whatever, I think that is wrapped up in the way that he abused the people around him. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of I kind of get it. I, mm-hmm. I got art snobbery from Doc oh, in that yeah. part. Uh, but I, I either way mm-hmm. is 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 fine. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm caught up. I was caught up in the Andy Warhol fanaticism of the 90s as well. Oh, yeah, it was everywhere. Uh, and it was like, yeah. It, yeah, so I I uh, am sympathetic, and I actually like aesthetically like Andy Warhol stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the idea of like here's this image of a you know this horrible car wreck and just repeating it in daylo color, colors over and over and over mm-hmm. has an artistic has artistic merit to me. Yeah, uh, in terms of intended effect, I think that Doc is a little too dismissive um, of the creative part and not dismissive enough of the personality. Yeah. Yeah. The, the part that sucks. Uh, I too, <laughs> like uh, Jackson, read the diary and it is wretched. It is like reading uh, like a conception, like a movie, 13 year old girl's diary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say that not to throw shade at 13 year old girls or just use them as a bad comparison, but it is boy there's it's, a it's ju- there, boring there, and weird. There, there's a, there, there is a, uh, a juvenilia and a pettiness. Uh, that is implied in the way that, uh, or that is absolutely shown in, in the way yeah. that he, uh, that he interacted with people and saw the world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up reading, um, the biography of him as well. And it's just like, what a weird fucking dude. Like he mm-hmm. grew up super poor. Like it's almost like, um, you know, as a hack, right? Like to the degree that, that he is a hack, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I don't buy that there is no artistic merit. Right in anything that he conceived of. I think that's an overcorrection. Yeah. Um, the degree to which he, this was all a persona and stuff they put on the dedication's incredible, <laughs> you know, like it's a, and I think he, I think that one of the things about him that is still kind of interesting to me is that I don't think it was all a persona. Oh God. Right? No. Like, no, like there, there's a, there's a fakeness to, to how, to the factory process of how he did it. But like, mm-hmm. I think he really was that weird fucko that yeah. he comes off as mm-hmm. like he, after he got shot after Valerie Solana shot him, uh, he cha- he's still like, he's that version of that dude, but through a having been shot lens, yeah. you know, he didn't like drop it. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be very funny if he's just like, Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh fuck. Fuck. No. Ow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> run. I've been shot. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I've been shot. This sucks. <laughs> Snaps out of it completely. Uh, he was still him like up until he died. It's just like a real dark side of somebody who conceptualizes themselves as an artist. Yeah. Kind of shit. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, that yeah. a, a a good choice to play a villain and um Jackson's performance as him is so good. Uh, he, he's really down on it, but I think it's really funny. Oh yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, in, the, he's, he's in, a, in the book, he's like, Oh, you have to get right up on the microphone and it sounds spitty and it sounds creepy. And he's like, No, it's perfect. It's a good effect. Yeah. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. Uh the restaurant they go to is uh a rest a ninja themed restaurant that is based on a real place they went to that I would love to go to. Oh yes. Um, the, oh. uh, they pretend to be ninjas and pretend to scare you and give you rubber shurikens with your drinks and stuff. With your deadly colada. Uh, it is Trey Hank. <laughs> like, it is incredibly it's, Hank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it speaks to the Hank and me. 
Oh man, doing this show has been a very uh, has been a very fun process of uh, identifying and nurturing minor Hank. Yeah, uh, we're all uh, a Breakfast Club of Venture Brothers <laughs> characters, like in our heads, like a, yeah. like our Herman's head. Yeah, I mean, just a, a, Venture Brothers. All characters. all of us have more Pete than we would like to than we would like to admit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, we do. Yeah. yeah. Also, in the uh, in the commentary, they talk about like, oh, we have ninjas. Like, this is earned. This is a real place. This is a thing that Hank would like. But we're not doing the ninja unicorn pirate shit that was played out by this point. Yeah. Even though it is a show with ninjas, unicorns, and pirates. Well, yeah. Uh, as we go through uh, all the <laughs> all those things, it is uh, the do- like it's not the dose that makes the poison. It's like the approach that makes the poison with that shit. Yes. You know. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, uh, that ninja burger, you know, kind of thing is, is real old. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that attitude towards things led to some real garbage. Like I was just thinking about how, uh, you know, mostly Chuck Norris got the internet deification. Yeah. But I remember there being some Seagal. Oh yeah. Stuff, yeah. You know, uh, about that guy without really reckoning with the fact that that dude just colossally sucks and not just politically. Oh no, you know? no. Like it's just an absolute, uh, just a, just a monster. Yeah. Yeah, like absolute douchebag. And the internet was just like, oh, let's use them as a punchline mm-hmm. kind of joke random no, thing. It's no. Like, oh. L- listen to the Behind the Bastards about uh, about uh, Steven Seagal, uh, and you'll kind of understand what we mean. It's uh, he's, he's terrible. Yeah, what a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very good episode. Uh, starts with uh, the uh, introduction, the same announcer that introduced the Blue Morpho. This is a parody of the dude who did Super Friends. Mm-hmm. Super Friends intro. Did you ever watch Super Friends? Do you have any catalog on F- Super Friends? <laughs> no, it was never really airing on stuff. So all I've ever got it through is like either snippets or parody. My closest reckon yeah. on um, on Super Friends is the building that the uh, that the Justice League operated out of. Um, in the cartoon, uh, that cool art deco, uh, kind of, uh, kind of looking thing that was modeled after a building that I worked near in Cincinnati, the, uh, what used hmm. to be the old U- union terminal there. This is a, this is a very good parody <laughs> of the beginning of super friends where Lex Luthor tries to call roll and everyone just keeps smashing the table, <laughs> just ruining furniture. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, just destroying chairs and shit. Uh, this is also old internet stuff. Speaking of ninjas and pirates, uh, the Sean baby, old Sean baby comics they did on mm-hmm. super friends were very funny. Yeah. Uh, informative to me. <laughs> um, but he's doing, uh, you know, talking about the doom factory, their headquarters in the Guanas canal. Um, and, uh, you know, the most dangerously self-obsessed super criminals, <laughs> um, introducing all of them. And they're based on this scene. Uh, this is one of the more specific jokes the show has ever done. Uh, huh. <laughs> I really, um, because I, you know, people just know Bridget Berlin, <laughs> it's just the kind of cultural cachet. Hey, car- hey kids, yeah. cartoon fans, <laughs> yeah. you know, I just, I, I, I appreciate their dedication to having as many of them as they have here. <laughs> yeah. They do the whole crew. They do. You, um, you, you got, yeah. you got frigid, uh, uh, based on Bridget Berlin. You have serpentine based on, on Ondine, uh, kind yep. of a, kind of a Riddler type. Not all of these get lines, but serpentine does. Yeah. Uh, Eeny Meeny, who is kind of uh, E.D. Sedgwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a shrinking person on uh, Legion of Doom. Not like a Tinkerbell you know, kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gerard the Gorilla, uh, based on Gerard uh, Galenga. The Black Mariah, uh, <laughs> Black Manta slash Paul Morrissey. Uh, Trashenstein, the Exquisite Corpse. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, based on Solomon Grundy and uh, Joe Delis- D'Alessandro. <laughs> um, Ultraviolent, 
which is ultraviolet, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shehemoth. Uh, <laughs> God, do I love that <laughs> phrase. That's a good name. <laughs> yep. Love the Shehemoth. <laughs> uh, based on Hollywood Lawn. And then uh, and Billy Mame, uh, based on <laughs> Billy Name. Great, just Wolverine Claws. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just a guy. He's in a t-shirt. <laughs> Nope. And then hard candy Very based good. on candy darling. Yeah. Uh just all of these all of these scene people. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's a it's it's a thing. I have it's a whole thing. Zero patience. Uh but they it's a, <laughs> but they are all led. They are all the sycophantic clingers on to Wes Warhammer, the combination uh Lex Luthor, uh Andy Warhol. And just the way that he turns around is like hi let's go Guys. let's go arch let's let's go arch dr venture dr venture <laughs> yeah it's very good uh and again barely a joke <laughs> like it, it's just a, a presentation oh it's um, it's so unnerving and it's just uh incongruous for like you know lex luther being the you know the screamy mad guy and then here he is mm. Uh, we cut over to uh, black and white video footage of the Venture Tower uh, with Brock and making the the kids and Doc watch it. Uh, he's like, it's a threat. Uh, everyone's bored out of their minds. Uh, if you don't know this about Andy Warhol, uh, he did movies that were just like, here's the Empire State Building for six hours. And 20, my um, friend. 20, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even as a kid who is like, I, I've decided as my teenage identity, I'm going to like Andy Warhol. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I could not get down with the movies. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm not an absolute he, fucking psychopath. He really wanted to be Salvador Dali. <laughs> it, it's uh, I don't. I don't like those films either. No. I don't want a long <laughs> art film. Yeah, none of it's okay. I don't care whether yeah. it's Salvador Dali or Andy Warhol. Get this shit off my face. <laughs> uh, God, I, I, lo- I love Dean, though, as he's settling into his I'm going to be humanity student kind of guy, just kind of analyzing mm-hmm. it, saying, oh, it's about the rhythms and mundanity of life. It's like, <laughs> Dean, it's very uh, cute. Uh, and, and Hank goes like, oh, you know, big college words. Just like, I'll oh, stop trying to stop trying to impress everybody, Dean. But uh, but Dean threatens saying, hey, I'm not going to help you with your plan tonight if you keep uh, busting my balls like that. Uh, they've got yeah. a plan, but they've got to keep it secret from Brock, who would not let them do this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the reason why it's a threat is because at the end um, of the video, uh, it says the word doom. Uh, and it came in a box marked doom. Uh, this mm-hmm. model out of the Brillo pad boxes. This was one of their t-shirt of the month club things. I very much wish that yeah. I picked this up because just that, that font just saying doom. That's mm-hmm. real fun. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and it announces the, the doom factory. Uh, yeah. so, uh, and Brock is taking this very seriously. Yes. Yeah. It's an arching. They're level tens, you know, and so yeah. you're not going to fuck around. And we're gonna we're gonna find out they're actually uh, incredibly effective. Uh, over at the uh, New Jersey mansion, um, we see another uh, uh, another meeting. It's happening between the meteor and then uh, and then the mansion. Phantom Limb uh, is real skeptical. You know the council's together, real skeptical of Doctor Miss the Monarch's conclusion that Rusty is the Blue Morpho, saying like, "Hey, he's too yeah. lazy. You know he can't change that quickly. The you know this uh, the, the the shortly." And this is where the council's like, "Yeah, uh, the Monarch's obsession is rubbing off on you. You really need to take a day." Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, and it just seems like they're not wrong. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, this is, uh, God, this sitcom shit that's mm-hmm. happening in the subplot. I cannot handle it. Uh, while this is happening, 21 is trapped in the, the basement uh, there. So the monarch has to, like, distract her. 
mm-hmm. so he can get out. Like, what is this Three's Company bullshit? Yeah, <laughs> that's happening season season three. Like, am I imagining it? Why are we like oh we're tangoing? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. I don't, man. I don't. I don't care for it. It's a weird way to use time. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not not a joke. It's not funny. Uh, <clears throat> the way he does it is he does it by coming on to her. Yeah, uh, right. you know, and distracting her. Yeah. You know, well, she's like, oh, you're such a tiger today. What brought this on? And he's continuing, kind of continuing the line. Oh, I just missed you so much. Like, your relationship is falling apart. Please. <laughs> yeah. Take this seriously. Yeah. I take it seriously. <laughs> or, or let me rephrase. Gary, stop taking this seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, oh my gosh um uh, what i'm confident taking seriously is the very good and cute date uh that hank and serena are on uh it's just uh they're riding their hover uh, their hover car around on the carriage paths in central park hank is talking about how romantic it is the air the smell of the horse poop that's in the air god mm-hmm. central park is weird like it's neat and yeah. cool that they've preserved all that land but a lot of it does smell like horse shit yeah and a handsome cab is a real weird proposition to me yeah i think um, she, Hank is wearing the outfit from Michael Jackson's bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Continu- really funny touch. Continuing his, just, uh, like, oh, I'll buy the Steve McQueen outfit. I'll just buy the bad outfit. I, I, I love yeah. the exchange. Like, wait, wait a minute. So if we're not going to bring it up, is that the bad outfit? No, it's not. It's the good one. <laughs> it's the good one. You know, very sweet. Uh, but uh, I love there. the rationale that they give in the joke for this. He's not just trying to be stylish or, or whatever. He, he like Hank's conception is she is a villain's daughter. So she wants somebody who's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has to, he has to prove himself, uh-huh. you know, as this, uh, when he gets out, uh, they get the spot. He radios Dean and Pete. And this is the old timey sitcom stuff. That's pretty funny. Yes. Uh, Pete steps out to mug him and Hank does a little bad dance. <laughs> Uh, until Pete drops the knife, <laughs> drops the knife and runs away. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's so good. It's, I mean, it's good when Hank does it because Hank bends reality around him. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we all conform to Hank. Yeah. Uh, and, and also like, this is, this isn't, uh, you know, trying to fool your wife. This is the friend. This is your friends going along with your ridiculous concept of the way that this stuff should work. And ultimately it is very sweet. It is the intent makes it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, Pete drops his knife and Serena asked to borrow it. Um, and then Hank hears, uh, here's some bongos. Uh, it's Dean who is dressed up as a beatnik, just playing on some bongos. Like, can I can I groove with you, Daddy-O? Uh, and his yeah. bass is there, so he picks up and starts playing his bass and singing a song about Serena. <laughs> oh, uh, I love it so much. Uh, they they uh, she cuts it short. They're going to leave at this point. Yeah, and then they they Billy being late to all these things is so good. Billy rolls out dressed <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> I look like drop the lost baby act. <laughs> Done this huge production. <laughs> uh yeah uh, but dean says oh i found this uh found this restaurant it is trey hank and what a good brother thing to do he found the perfect place for him and it's a surprise it's really good yeah yeah <laughs> uh in something that's maybe a little too hardcore for for me mm-hmm. serena's taking the knife and digging out a tracking chip out of her arm yeah <laughs> what the what <laughs> like, like oh okay right. I, I mean I, this was be kind of sweet yeah, I guess she's like, I take them out when I'm having fun, you know, and so she's having fun and everything. Grizzly. Yeah, a little bit. How deep, you know, I've never seen how deep tracking chips go. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. You have to use a knife to get it out. Like it's pretty deep and it's happened multiple times. Yeah. You yeah. know, grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but you know, she is having fun and, uh, Hank takes that to heart. He is, he is surprised and hardened. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Brock is upset because nobody's he's back at home and nobody's taking it seriously. He calls uh, Rusty to wrap everything up and get to the panic room, you know, because the Doom Factory comes out at night. Uh, Rusty's playing Team Fortress 2 with Sergeant Hatred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually Team Fortress 2. Yeah. Uh, no. there they, i was hoping for some insight around this but in the commentary like oh yeah i remember we got that video game and then they move on immediately <laughs> yeah no it's a bummer i mean and like they they had worked brock as a character no that was telltale that would yeah wait yeah. the heavy okay so the heavy was in the poker night game with there, there's brock. two degrees of separation yeah yeah okay yeah anyway uh <laughs> but he team he team kills hatred uh which is which is fun because rusty would do that um and uh brock gets hatred to spill the beans to say like yeah hank and dean are in the park and as brock goes and says like hey hatred lock this place up um eeny meeny uh darts hatred uh you know brock has left yeah. and this is going to be the opening for the doom factory to move in and set up their happening again very effective mm-hmm uh, Brock finds, uh, Serena's chip dug out near the abandoned hover car where they walked away. Rocco walks up following his tracker, uh, yep. also finding the chip and they're going to fight yep. at this point. They think they both uh, kidnapped the other person's right. ward. Yeah. And, uh, Br- Br- Brock nags, uh, Rocco for using power armor in his, uh, sea lice no. suit or what have you. Um, I love this stuff with, uh, with Brock and Rocco. Uh, together it's pretty interesting yeah together (laughs) and just Rocco's performance is very good I I kind of wish we got more time with them ultimately but yeah I agree uh so the monarch who was uh trying to get his wife horny uh to get his friend out of a situation (laughs) uh, goes in to have sex with his wife who has chosen the sexy farm girl act yeah Uh, and she gets on all fours and is like you're gonna have to park your hay bale somewhere real suggestive stuff Mm -hmm. and he darts her in the ass yeah uh yeah uh there and he's like oh you know we should have waited and just it's so again so weird yeah uh this is also where they introduce and this thread has not worked for me completely uh Mm -hmm. there's a payoff for it but we'll we'll talk about it where 21 is reading a book about ptsd uh blood in my hands grief in my heart Mm -hmm. uh the callback to this is very funny yes (laughs) but he's just like he's trying to tell the monarch like hey you know just uh, there's some interesting stuff in there the monarch doesn't care he says enough with his pt you know ptsd bullshit or whatever you're a villain you know that doesn't work for me really either um the monarch should care about his friend (laughs) yeah uh, 21, uh, gives the rundown on Wes Warhammer. Uh, he was in a spread in the modern villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's this kind of post, uh, postmodern artsy villain, villain, uh, that 21 thinks is too flashy and, and clever, clever, uh, a little bit. So ain't I deep, mm-hmm. um, but he, they have a sick layer. Uh, they suit up and get on the Morpho scooters. Uh, I like this little touch where Mar- Monarchs just goes in circles. <laughs> right? uh, just kind of drifted. <laughs> yeah. Very relatable. Oh Yeah. Uh, man, jet skis are fun. You ever been on a jet ski? Not for a very long time, mm-hmm. uh, but I have as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, w- I thought about that as somebody, uh, I keep, you know, I, I, it's been a running theme for the last year of me, uh, maybe turning into a water person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been looking at houses and several of them <laughs> are water houses mm-hmm. and some of them have, uh, a little, you get a little jetty, you know, you get a little, little place to have a little sea bath. Mm, a little, little place like. to tie off. Yeah. Yeah, tie off. And I was like, man, if I became a water person, I had to get a jet ski, right? Oh, yeah. 
So it's like a motorcycle, like feel, but for the water. I feel confident in using it mm-hmm. on like a motorcycle. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. I, I, you know, I was just thinking about that uh, when I was putting these notes together. It'd be, uh, the, I've got their lakes around here. I could get a jet ski. My brother's could car could tell it. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I could probably, it you, might make, it might make more sense to rent one and use it uh, as opposed to immediately hopping in and taking on the maintenance and storage of one. <laughs> maintenance and storage of this incredibly expensive vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> like very specific and expensive vehicle. Yeah. yeah. You could drive to work and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just like tear up the concrete. <laughs> scraping the hull it's useless <laughs> you drag it behind your car until it gets to the lake oh my god uh so uh brock and rocco they've uh, fought themselves to a standstill you know they're at a stalemate uh it is cool that brock is a match for the power armor uh, and they compliment mm-hmm. each other on their skills right they're just like oh where'd you get those moves rocco is x delta force and brock learned his jumping spear move from achilles and troy yeah it's it's real it's real like the way these are all delivered is real good where'd you learn that uh jump and spear move achilles and troy you know like it's real real fun ah the pitster nice it's totally an underrated movie yeah, yeah right? right like it's it's, it's very like fun bro time yeah, yeah. these two bros just like oh yeah we got common ground uh, uh rocco is like you know we have to team up and find our kids we have mutual interest yes here yeah, uh, so we could we could play Rock'em Brock'em robots all night, which is very clever. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a short leave line if I ever heard one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's called him Brock'em Sock'em robot before. Has he now? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But the Brock'em and the Rock'em is very good for Brock and Rocco. <laughs> um, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, you mean a uh, team up? And and we get you know, whoa, 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 don't put labels on it. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So Hank and Serena, uh, they, they are walking to the restaurant. They're having a very cute, uh, a, a very cute discussion uh, about mm-hmm. what they would outlaw if they were king. Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hank says something very wrong. He says he would outlaw all yellow candy, saying it's the worst flavor, uh, neglecting that lemon is a very good flavor for candy. Hank, yeah, you're he thinking banana. Uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes, then it's very bad when it's banana. However, yeah, lemon. Yeah, he's he's uh he's thinking of the wrong candy. Yes. Uh there's improvised lines from Serena here. Mm-hmm. Which she talks about what she doesn't like. Uh they just told the the actress uh that she doesn't she has his bodyguard Rocco and she hates him. So she improvised a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's real winning, really charismatic. Yeah. You know, uh outlaw Rocco's mom. So mom <laughs> couldn't give birth to Rocco. God, uh, just her the, the Serena's voice actress is is really uh, uh phenomenal. Yeah. Does, does does an incredible job. Uh even better in season seven, I think. Yeah. Uh, they get to the restaurant. Dean and Pete uh, step out as paparazzi and take a picture of them. Like, give us a kiss for the camera, will you? <laughs> Again, just Hank's weird, bizarre world. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's uh, old-timey uh, uh, paparazzi, too. Like, Pete's in, like, suspenders. Yeah, yeah they've got the, those flash bulbs that explode. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it causes... Uh, and the restaurant, they go in this dungeon basement full of ninjas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> uh, they're like oh my then they, they don't know what it is like oh my gosh what is this place it's a it's a it's a freaking it's a freaking dungeon uh no it's yumi uh which is fun it's a kind of arrow but also it sounds like yummy or it looks like yummy mm-hmm. it's great uh very cute so uh rusty he gets back to his apartment 
and uh, it's completely turned over to this awful, awful party that the Doom Factory has set up. Like, oh, it smells funny in here, and he sees all these weirdos um, that are redecorating the place, and he, you know, just he had previously walked in on Hank having gone crazy with a credit card. He figures, oh, you must be Hank's friends, right? Yeah, uh, safe bet, regardless. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, and, uh, you know, Serpentine is there sitting on the couch, uh, you know, telling, uh, uh, telling the gorilla to, uh, you know, you need to screen, screen print and longer, slower strokes, <laughs> strokes, darling. Uh, one of the things that I was so disappointed in, like, we're going to be off book next season. Yes. Uh, we'll still get the commentary, but the commentary has proven to be such, so useless. Yes. Uh, when there's something I really want them, like, I really wanted them to talk about the second shallow gravy song. Yes. You know, real weird. Uh, somebody made these fake Velvet Underground songs in the background mm-hmm. for all these scenes. They're really accurate. Yes. So much so that I was like, oh, this is this is the Velvet Underground. And I had to listen real closely to be like, these are not actual Velvet Underground songs. Is it is it Thurwell doing a, uh, doing a style parody? I, it, that's usually something that Doc ends up doing yeah. for this kind of stuff. But it, they don't talk about it. So I don't know. Weird. Uh, and I, I, you, I would just think that they would, would spend a little time on it. Yeah. Uh, they're really intricate. Like they're every scene from here on in the compound or in the tower always has a bespoke fake velvet underground song playing in the background. Oh, very weird. Um, a weird kind of running joke that doesn't work for me is that, uh, when he says friends of Hank, they think Hank means a pill. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't think that that would be a name for a pill. No. Uh, Eeny meeny flies by and takes his watch. This is going to pay off later in a funny way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone nearby, they have set up a payphone <laughs> and they answer it. Yep. Say Doom Factory. And Rusty recognizes, like, oh, these are the guys who are here to kill me uh, and dashes to the panic room. But the panic room is a photography studio now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just taking your whole house and transforming it into an annoying space. <laughs> <laughs> really funny arching <laughs> yeah everything about the arching just incredibly yeah. good form <laughs> yeah well done just uh, this uh, this real high concept stuff but wes is in there uh yeah having black mariah uh <laughs> photograph exquisite corpse uh ph- ph- photograph what's his name uh the trashenstein g- trashenstein yeah uh <laughs> and rusty's like oh no tries to radio on his watch but it's stolen uh yeah <laughs> and uh this really is the, this is when west turns and gets a, gets a good look at rusty says oh you're really such a beauty uh <laughs> yeah and R- rusty is not used to this this is you know unlike any other arching he's like don't hurt me mm-hmm. the boss applesauce like it's so good uh and eventually they put him in front of the camera there and i love i god i love west and we're like that's gonna take his shirt off you know, like him not doing it. Yeah. And then the, the person is being like, take your shirt off. <laughs> like in the black manta voice. <laughs> it's real yeah. Good. And it was like, oh, it's a onesie. Oh, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he takes it off. And also, I love the revelation. Maybe we've seen this a couple times before, but I've not underlined it. Uh, in the notes, uh, that, uh, that rusty wears a dicky under a speed suit. <laughs> yeah. Real good stuff. Very funny. Uh, Rocco and Brock are, are driving, uh, there Rocco calls out, uh, Brock is like, oh, so what did they, uh, freeze you in 1979? Just wake you up. You know, what's mm-hmm. up with the, uh, you know, and they're talking about his, uh, his mullet 
yeah and stuff like that yeah and uh, then they're arguing about the smells like oh you know you just uh like hey it's gonna roll down these windows can't smoke in here like oh your axe body spray is a is, is a big deal just uh again th- their interplay is very good because morocco is yeah. also a real stereotype himself you know <laughs> yeah they both are yeah yeah um serena is just kind of having talking to uh to hank they're just having small talk there when they get interrupted by jared uh, the waiter, this is Jared, who the brown widow, mm-hmm. uh, there, uh, the waiters, his Kung Fu, uh, moves to each other. It really reminded me of the hilarious waiter brothers. They, they order the uh, virgin deadly Kalata cause it comes with a rubber throwing star with a rubber. God, Nathan Fillion's line reading on that. The virgin Kalata comes with a rubber throwing star. Yeah. <laughs> And knowing how to get to Hank. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But we get a, re- a revelation. Hank is not the first good guy that uh, Serena's dated. Uh, her yep. and Jared uh, used to date. And yep. <laughs> you're just like, oh, there's the usual argument. Like, oh, I wouldn't call it dating or whatever. But Serena just uh, just kind of brushes him off. So, ah, poor Jared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Monarch and 2021 20, uh, are going down the canal. Uh, on their scooters. Uh, this happens. The comedy timing of this is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we don't see what Monarch hits. He's mid sentence. It just goes, you know, ass over tea kettle <laughs> falls in the water. Uh, it, it's right before, right after 21 says like, don't get any of this on your skin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or don't talk. Don't get any of it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. He lands in the water, spits out the water. It's like, I got something in my mouth. And then a dead dolphin floats to the surface. <laughs> dead dolphin juice in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Really, really good. Apparently, that's real. A dolphin died in the Guanas Canal. Oh yeah, no. It's a when I, when I say no. it's industrial industrially ravaged. That's not just the the intro to the majority report that they use every day. Uh, it's a uh, it is it is also like true like that. It, this may in the book they say that the water tested positive for syphilis or something like that. Like yeah. it's a uh, it's incredible stuff. Ugh. And it's basically just a blight town, but in a canal. Yeah. 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 Uh, they they end up at the layer. The layer emerges from below them. Yeah. there and the monarch lowers himself into the skylight um they uh they start fucking with the layer they're like if we take out the layer the doom factory's rating goes down we're not gonna try to kill them um you know it's so how else how are you gonna do it how else do you think blowing my inheritance yeah and he has all these grenades and remote bombs so they're gonna do a tear down on it uh and get the doom factory down yeah <laughs> rusty uh has gone over the course of these couple of scenes from being weirded out by this uh unconventional arching to being completely into it like he's, yeah. he's in his undies and he's in his dicky and he's just rolling around on this mattress <laughs> posing yeah. for the camera just into it he feels so special uh until he notices that wes is gone he's left to go into the party <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's you know he doesn't even notice because he's behind the camera. Uh huh. You know, uh, oh, is is Wes is Wes still here? He left. You Isn't know, he directing. Uh, <laughs> he goes out and he's seeing the footage of him projected on the walls of this wretched party, and no one will talk to him. He's old news. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes and tries to talk to Wes. He's like, oh, you know, we taking five here, and Wes is just like, oh. And just starts talking to someone else, yeah. and Serpentine tells him what's he, up. He shoulder surfs him. He is just looking over, yeah. and he just uh, just walks away. And Serpentine's like, yeah. "Oh, that's that's how he works, you know." Um, he, he comes in, he makes you feel special, but and then he moves on, you know, devastating you utterly. And while that's happening, we steal all of your stuff. Yeah, people are walking out with his things, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "And you're stealing my stuff?" He's like, "This is an arching, honey. Remember where you're at." <laughs> it's really good. 
<laughs> and Rusty's um, like, I, I'm so confused. And then, then, then Serpentine offers him, uh, offers him a hank, which is terminology yep. they started applying. That that, that callback is good. That works for me. Yeah, but um, some kind of pill. <laughs> but like, uh, just the, it's the perfect way to arch Rusty. <laughs> like, just really ap- appeal to his vanity, but also confuse him. He's very slow on the uptake. <laughs> It's real good. Uh, we missed uh, the, the callback I referenced earlier. Uh, it's real good. Where the uh, no, this is happening right here. And, yeah, that happens here. Yeah, with it with the gun. Oh, I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I thought that happened in the, in the drive up there. I guess they they spend more time in the car than I remembered. Yeah. Um, Rock and Rocco are checking out the restaurant, uh, and they see that it's ninja themed. So they think it's actually you know super villain ninjas. They call they it a hive. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the old uh, pitch book for Venture Brothers with the ever present ninjas. Hmm. Uh, a little trivia thing, if you remember that. Yeah. The uh, um, uh, Rocco's like, let's go in blazing. Uh, and he points in Brock's like, I can't do it. He points towards his, uh, his gun. He's like, not loaded. Yeah. Uh, and I love Rocco digging real tender. He's like, ah, oh, we had a guy like you in our unit in Afghanistan. The book you got to read blood on my hands grief, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and gets cut off. Uh, I love that so much. Yeah. I just said that <laughs> it would be a, PTSD would be a real problem probably in these circles, you know? Yeah. So Brock's dealt with it. He went into the joy can <laughs> uh, or then he went uh, in that ayahuasca ceremony. He did with, yeah. uh, yeah. At, uh, at, uh, um, no, Orpheus's no, I was, I, I was saying he, I, it sounded like a question, oh. but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's dealt with his stuff. Yeah. Oh man, it's just his pride, you know. Uh, inside, Hank is, you know, he's salty. He's he's acting kind of like a kind of like a baby, and just he's straight up says he's pretty blunt about it. He says, you know, I okay, I'm acting like this because I think that you're just dating at you're just dating me to get at your dad to make him angry, right? Yeah, uh, pretty shitty, pretty shitty and possessive, mm-hmm. you know, but also very understandable. Like you first start dating, you think that you know. You start feeling like you have ownership over the person you're dating's past. Yeah, it's also the first time that he's like, like been this interested or infatuated with somebody. You know, like well, somebody's forgetting the mail lady. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, I am forgetting the mail lady. <laughs> not uh not today. We're not doing this. <laughs> God, the mail. <laughs> I did forget about the mail lady. Yeah, Hank yeah. likes some thick. It's a. Uh, oh my gosh uh but she says you know like what if i actually like you you know nobody ever puts on like weird skits with me and it's like oh what do you mean weird skits it's just like oh no i've been found out and she points out four different albinos and tried to mug us (laughs) like albinos may in fact have deep pack instincts that's scientifically plausible (laughs) very cute uh, she says it wasn't really a big thing. They just got drunk and, you know, most of the guys who date her, you know, don't do that. They just get drunk and try to fool around with her. Uh, and he says he doesn't believe in that. Uh, this is a reference to Bull Durham, mm-hmm. uh, which I did not know. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen Bull Durham because I'm not a dad. It's a, I was, God uh, damn it, Gary. I was just going to say it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a movie for dads and to a lesser or greater extent, stepdads. Um, it's the Ford versus Ferrari of its time. Like area dad celebrate Brol Durham's on cable. Uh, I have not seen it because I'm not a million year old and I have not made kids. Okay. All right. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good Tim Robbins performance. Yeah. Oh. 
Uh, <laughs> I'll let you do the honors since you know what this is parroting because I do not. It's a, it, this is the speech, a speech that Kevin Costner gives, you know, because he's a, you know, real hardens, you know, just, uh, this is uh baseball players like in the, in the like sixties and seventies. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, in the, in, in the movie, it's pretty vulgar, you know, the, the, the female lead asks him, well, you know, what do you believe in years or so? And he says like a bunch of embarrassing stuff like, oh, I believe in, you know, I believe in cock. I believe in pussy. It's just like, blah, blah. It's like, whatever, man. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's supposed to be, you know, bad and dumb, uh, cause he's not a good person, but, um, <laughs> Hank's version is very good. It's like, well, I believe in the soul. I believe in the hanging curveball, pretzel rods, not twists, the powdery smell of girls deodorant that pets talk to each other when we're not listening. I believe that Lee Harvey Oswald acted with clones, which is really yeah. good. That is, th- that is a the thumbs up line. Um, I believe in the sweet spot, magic, invisible gnomes, that cereal is not just for breakfast but for any meal and i believe in long slow deep soft wet kisses that last three days stopping only to go to the bathroom obviously uh, and i gotta say i'm on board with hank for a lot of these yeah for a lot of them the last <laughs> one would be a real nightmare three days then it's a three days is uh, a long time also that that yeah. one is specifically lifted from the uh from the movie not the bathroom oh, gotcha. part his his the the bathroom part is their embellishment but the um she says do you want to do something crazy uh, and you know, she, she got won over by this Yes, and sister. You had me at crazy. So they're going to head off. Yeah. Uh, 21 is taping these grenades to these pillars and the monarch is complaining about his skin burning for being in the canal, uh, needing to take a shower there. Um, and, uh, the monarch again, just acting like an idiot, uh, is like, let's race the, ex- uh, you know, out of the building. It'll be so cool, mm-hmm. uh, here and just presses the button, uh, you know, just but uh, potentially like, killing his friends over. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> um they go to run out they grab some of the mylar balloons that are there from uh from, from shehemoth uh who inflates mm-hmm. them grows up and then puts them on the ceiling they, they they grab some of them so they can float uh but the monarch gets caught uh his uh his, his jacket gets caught as he tries to jump out fortunately there's no explosion at least yet uh, it seems that the bombs are duds you know they are from the 70s yes. yeah uh the uh as he's stuck, the ship continue, you know, starts up and starts flying away with the monarch with it. There's a really great, just like, dude, dude, you know, like <laughs> as he's running, uh, trying to get after him. Yeah. Um, Brock and, uh, Rocco dress up as ninjas, uh, and together they attack, uh, Brown widow's friend, Justin, uh, and <laughs> Justin, uh, he's like, oh, hold, pull your punches. Uh, the Brown widow responds as the Brown widow. Yes. Uh, yeah. Webbing up Brock's knife. Uh, and there's this great, I love this line where Justin's like, Jared, I thought you were just a struggling actor. You're the Brown widow. He's like, I'm both Justin. And I'm sorry, but one improv class does not make you an actor. Like, <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were a struggling actor like me. Oh, like me. Yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> just saying like, no, uh, you're not an actor. You took one class. Like very uh, Jared is like oh you know you must be brock i've heard so much about you from dean mm-hmm. um i like the idea of them hanging out and being friends yeah uh you know don't worry hank and serena right over here but they had ditched yes uh so brock leaves the restaurant and i love this you know pete's just waiting there uh doing the paparazzi thing like okay they're gonna leave everybody on their marks uh brock punches pete through his camera <laughs> yep <laughs> The cold glocks him. And then uh Billy, always late to the party, <laughs> rolls up as a as a veteran. Yeah. Uh, with no legs on a dolly. Yeah. Uh, Why don't we really get to good. be ninjas? It's just like <laughs> Yeah, he thinks it's all part of the same 
Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the really big good. the big setup. Um, so they ditched so that Serena could go to uh, the the shore off of Battery Park. Uh, you know, she jumps into the water, and you know she needs to get her uh, her skin wet every six hours because of my you know thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, her splash uh, DNA. Yeah. Um, Hank jumps in. He screams from the cold. They go underwater because of like searchlights or something, right? Uh, yeah, just like oh, he screams yeah. and they get attention or something. I think they hear Rocco yeah. or Brock yelling, like Hank. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's it's yeah, and she takes him underwater and and breathes air into his lungs. Yeah. Uh, in a kiss form. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Even though that's not air, uh, <laughs> you can't breathe from somebody inhaling oxygen and then just exhaling into your mouth. Nope. Nope. That air has been used. You can't mm-hmm. shotgun air. <laughs> I think there, I think that there is still some, uh, it, it's not a perfect conversion. There is still some oxygen, um, in the, uh, in the okay. air that you, the, that you exhale. It is not 100% efficient. Just, just, uh, mm. just so nobody yells. <laughs> I wonder how long you could go just passing air back and forth. I mean, probably a, a handful of breaths. We're, we're extending beyond my knowledge from where I can speak confidently. Do you have a, uh, a dunk tank? No. Will you get one so we can find out? I've got a bathtub and some free time. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Okay. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, let's, for science. Keep, I just, uh, keep, keep, keep the receipt for tickets? This is weird. Yeah, this is a business expense. <laughs> both end up in the hospital. Uh, the, the explain that, I'd be like, we weren't making out. <laughs> Listen, there's a little show called The Venture. But, okay, have you seen The Tick? <laughs> and going from there uh johnny like, quest all right that's a starting point yeah. okay uh so the monarch is uh floating in the air uh, he can't get to his grappling gun and the layer lands on the rooftop the doom factory just called in by remote control to carry away all their stuff <laughs> uh rusty's super angry that wes is gonna take all of his stuff and just leave him you know just we gotta finish the shoot right um and wes is like oh here someone gave me this gold watch i think it was eeny she said I could talk to God with it, but I don't have anything to say here. Now you can talk with God. <laughs> yeah, very funny. And it's just Rusty's watch, but they spray painted it gold. I think that, uh, think that, that teeny meanie's a thief. That's, that's really good. Uh, they leave and he's just like, you're just thieves. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly uh, incredibly what effective arching. They just yeah. stole all of his inventions and broke his heart. Uh-huh. They didn't lie to him. Yeah. Like just it's been yeah. it's been ve- like they they have said exactly what is going on. He just doesn't understand that they're adversaries. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> uh the blue morpho falls off uh from the lair as it takes off and greets Rusty. Uh and accidentally the uh, the remote for the grenades falls on the ground and blows up the lair. Yeah. Ex- exploding Killing in the, the air over Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Hank and Serena kiss uh, on the surface of the water and look up at the exploding uh, people <laughs> and uh, say, so, you know, fireworks. It's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, the post are like sixth consecutive, <laughs> uh, just moving the plot along. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah. This is space for jokes. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch wakes up in her bed. You know, she's been tranked. Um, and this is the cue for the Monarch to wake up and pull his own empty dart out of his own ass. I was like, oh my gosh, the yeah. blue morpho is here, but we're lucky to be alive. Yeah. I don't know why the blue, like this, she never follows up on this again. Right. The way they're making the characters stupid. Yes. Uh, where I feel like Mrs. The Monarch would want to know why the blue morpho just popped in and didn't do anything. Yeah. 
You're Seems like a bad plan on the mother's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, super weird. Uh, but then, uh, because the Doom Factory just got blowed up, uh, Phantom Limb calls and says, hey, you are right. Yes. What uh, do you need? And this is the Monarch. Yeah. Uh, and that's the episode. That it is. Uh, great episode. You know? Yeah. Some, you know, some hiccups in the, uh, in, in the Blue Morpho stuff, but like, man, what a good idea. What a good idea the Doom Factory is. Just uh, the fact that they're so uh, successful at it. Yes. It's just very funny to me, <laughs> you know, like this, is this is the, the, uh, combination of things that gets, gets rinse, rusty yes. completely. <laughs> uh, that is, that is very funny to me. And they're just like really clever puns, like mm-hmm. or little clever, you know, mashups of two things that like, I wouldn't imagine being mashed up. Right. You know, uh, I always like that. Frigid to, to Bridget. I mean, just, I'm, I'm a, I'm a mark for that, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Same, same. See, see, yeah, uh, see, 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 purple rose, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just like, uh, you know, their superpower their, uh, and uh, applied for good. Yeah. Uh, the next two episodes basically function as like a two-part finale almost. Yeah. And we're not going to cover them that way, but just we're in the home stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, we, uh, then we're on to season seven. Uh, it's probably time, you know, now, uh, if you have things to say about season six of the venture brothers, go to uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yeah. Uh, right in, uh, keep it about season six if you can. And we will, uh, uh, read those in the wrap up episode, uh, between season six and season seven, as we, uh, get to, uh, get to kind of the last leg of the show. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're coming in the home stretch, everybody. Uh, we appreciate you. If you want to support us, head on over to patreoncom slash duckfeedtv. Uh, we'd certainly appreciate that. And uh, you can also leave us range reviews on Apple podcast or podcast uh, addict or anywhere podcast reviews are found. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff. You know what to do. You've listened to podcasts before. Uh, most of Those all though, things we, uh, we should say, Oh, Oh, oh also early releases going away. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, go, go team venture. Team venture.